Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. A little piece of news from the last week or so that I wanted to revisit here. The federal government committing $168.5 million to the contentious Spring Bank Dam project. Despite a federal environment review still being incomplete and still a lot of strong opposition for the project. Joining us now on the program to uh, try to sell us, I think, on this whole idea, Environment Minister Shannon Phillips. Uh, Minister, thanks so much for the time this afternoon. You're welcome. Thank you. What is the key message from the provincial government on this? Because this has been a contentious issue for a lot of people to the west of this city. Well, uh, certainly, uh, we need to. Uh, it doesn't take much to remember 2013 and to remember the thousands of Albertans and their families uh, that were their whose lives were forever changed by the 2013 flood. Uh, you know, uh, livelihoods were uprooted. Five people died. Uh, we can't go through this again. Um, the only way to get this done, the only way to truly protect Calgarians is upstream mitigation. And that's why we've been steadfast in our commitment to the Spring Bank Dry Dam. Why not McLean Creek? Well, you know, I, I, when uh, I, I assumed uh, uh, the uh, portfolio of environment and parks, uh, uh, we went and did a cost-benefit analysis between uh, Spring Bank, Offstream Reservoir, and McLean Creek. Uh, and uh, the previous government had done that work. And uh, uh, we went back and took a second look at it. It only took us uh, a couple of months to do that. And uh, within that time, uh, we found uh, that uh, both on cost, public safety, uh, timelines, and environmental risks on all of those uh, uh, key indicators, SR1 uh, was the, the better project. Springbank remains the better project. Uh, the reason for that is uh, uh, it's, it's easier to construct. Uh, it has uh, far fewer uh, environmental assessments associated with it. It, it takes into account a uh, lot less uh, sensitive ecological terrain. Uh, it is closer to the mountains. It's more likely to trap rocks and trees. It puts the structure and its operations at risk. Uh, the uh, Springbank diversion structure is, is uh, a far better way uh, to protect 1.3 million Calgarians from another uh, uh, 2013 flood event. Uh, and so for all of those reasons, uh, that was the project that was chosen, and that's why it's in, uh, it's, uh, in, in regulatory review process now. When it comes to the opposition to this project, could the province have handled it any differently in your eyes to maybe get more buy-in so that there wasn't this contentiousness to the issue? Well, you know, I, I, I question on how contentious it really is. Uh, uh, 1.3 million Calgarians want to see flood protection for their city. The mayor and council want to see flood protection for their city. Citizens of Elbow Park and elsewhere want to see flood protection for their own homes, their own families, and their own livelihoods. Uh, you, you know, we had uh, Canada's economic engine uprooted by uh, by the flood. and uh, uh, But it, it, that's why it is so bizarre, in fact, that Jason Kenney has said he's not committed uh, to Spring Bank. He said he might have a position uh and so you know uh, uh he is one person and on the other side of this conversation there's 1.3 million people who would like their livelihoods protected i don't really see that as a controversy i see that as a leader who's uh, not particularly uh, uh committed uh, to representing people in calgary elbow or to representing people in calgary all told uh, i'll challenge the notion that it's just one party because there are groups on the on the west side of the city who have been saying that hey we wanted more 
uh, consultation. We wanted to see this picture uh, a lot sooner and a lot more clearer than what was presented. And I'm curious as to uh, why he took the political stance on that side of it, because it, it, this is something that is uh, there have been groups that have been going against this from the onset, not just a Jason Kenney UCP party. Right. Well, I'm going to take a step back here because as Minister of Environment and Parks, uh, it was my job to uh, consider both options. Uh, and then uh, uh, we, as a, uh, uh, as a cabinet and a government, move forward with protecting Calgary uh, with the Springbank option. So it is now in a regulatory process. And so, uh, of course, those conversations are ongoing uh, within the, the context of the regulatory process. I will note uh, that uh, Minister Mason uh, announced uh, just this afternoon uh, that there was uh, yet another acquisition of uh, uh, land uh, and, uh, in moving forward the um, uh, the Springbank project, uh, and so that is good uh, because uh, what we want to be able to do is give the citizens of Calgary uh, the peace of mind that they deserve. Um, because upstream mitigation work uh, needs to start now, uh, because we know uh, that uh, if the worst happens, we want to be able to say as a government, and, and Rachel Motley's been very clear on this. She wants to be able to say we're ready, uh, not we're sorry. I don't think that there's anybody who, in, especially in Calgary, who's saying, hey, this is a bad idea. Like, clearly, we do need some sort of upstream mitigation here. I am curious, though, so, and I'll use the, the example of, say, the residents of Redwood Meadows. What are you, what's your main message to them as they have some concerns about, you know, let's say, for example, if a flood were to happen, there are worries that they are going to be cut off from being able to get away from that area because of flood waters. I absolutely. So uh, Redwood Meadows uh, and Bright Creek, uh, so when we made the announcement uh, in October of 2015, uh, we were keenly aware that uh, citizens in both of those areas were also uh, uh, concerned about flood mitigation. And so that is why uh, we committed $33 million to uh, uh, mitigation for those communities as well uh, as moving forward on the SR1 project. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to the future and what you have in mind in terms of uh, processes, are we going forward on this sooner rather than later or walk us through the timeline here? Well, uh, the, the project is within a regulatory process right now. Uh, so that is a joint regulatory review. Uh, and uh, after that, then uh, the, the, uh, the funds are there, uh, they're committed from the provincial government uh, to move forward with this project. Now, this is a project uh, that uh, is an infrastructure investment uh, uh, by the Climate Leadership Plan. And so perhaps that's why Mr. Uh, uh, Kenny is waffling on it, uh, because he, he doesn't know how he's going to pay for it if he cancels Alberta, Alberta's Climate Leadership Plan. Uh, but uh, certainly what we see him doing is, uh, uh, you know, he's got, uh, he's saying that he, he doesn't support it. He's got candidates who do. Uh, so you've got a little bit of crosstalk happening. Uh, that doesn't give uh, the people of Calgary Elbow or anywhere else a whole lot of comfort uh, at this point. Uh, and that's why uh, we as a government have been very, very clear that the only way to truly protect Calgarians is via upstream mitigation. And, and this particular project is both the most cost-effective, uh, the most uh, uh, environmentally appropriate, uh, and uh, uh, comes with it the fastest timelines to completion. As minister in charge of a couple of files that have, has gained a lot of, con- I'll use Bighorn as an example, this one, is there something that over the last four years, have you learned something about the power of consultation and being able to, I'll call it win, and I know it's not the right term, but win over uh, some of those who have been against some of the things that you've implemented and, and that kind of thing? 
Oh, absolutely. And that's why, uh, you know, I'll give you an example on Indigenous consultation. You know, it's uh, it's so important. Uh, it's so important to uh, foster those relationships and ensure that uh, uh, those conversations are fulsome and that they are based on uh, uh, the honour of the Crown and the treaty relationship. You know, it's one of the reasons why I was so aghast when uh, Jason Kenney came out and said he was going to sell off public land in northern Alberta and uh, uh, didn't even seem to be aware that Treaty 8 uh, chiefs and councils even uh, uh, had any kind of say in that matter. It was uh, just kind of shocking from a guy who had, uh, uh, you know, served as a federal minister. But, um, you know, there are both uh, uh, formal consultation mechanisms and uh, informal uh, and, uh, you know, you can really get some good places uh, when you do that. I'll give you another example, which is the area in the Porcupine Livingston. So uh, that really iconic ranch land uh, south of south of Longview uh, and west of uh, Longview, north of uh, Pincher and, um, and Crow's Nest Pass. Beautiful country, right? And the ranchers for a long time had been asking uh, for some action from the provincial government in terms of uh, managing competing uses and recreational access and people getting in the way of their cattle and then making a living. Uh, we we did some really uh, detailed uh, work with those ranchers and uh, uh, now we've come to a, a much better place uh, in mm. terms of our responsibility in managing public land. So, you know, there's it, it's not just the stuff in the headlines, there's all kinds of other stuff going on in environment parks. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, you have to uh, keep in mind um, uh, not just our responsibility to uh, uh, leave nature uh, in, in, a, in a state where, it, you know, it makes us all proud as parents. Uh, and uh, potentially grandparents, uh, but also that uh, we've really listened to people and we've protected people and upheld that uh, that trust that people put in us. And that's why you know you can't you can't uh, dither on things like upstream mitigation for 1.3 million people in Calgary. The the guiding value has got to be how do we keep people safe and how do we ensure. Uh, that people's uh, uh, livelihoods, businesses, and in fact, lives are appropriately protected. Minister, I'm going to stop it there because we are uh, out of time. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Thank you.